It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Happy Thursday night. Thanks for being with us. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Good evening. How are you? I'm great. That is our French romantic, Simon Marcel. We talk about love, dating, romance, relationships uh-huh. on this show. Yep. I am Angie Taylor. So listen, Simon, I have a story, and it's about marriage. Okay. Um, it's a celebrity thing, and it's about divorcing someone, even though you still love them. Mm-hmm. And is that possible? If there's a reason, uh, let's say somebody was cheating. You love them. You know you love them, but you just can't live with them. You can't look at them the same way. Or or something happens where it changes the entire uh, dynamic of the relationship, and you know that you can't live that way, even though you love them, you have to let them go. Mm-hmm. Is that possible, do you think? I think so. Have you ever left somebody that you knew you loved, but you knew it was the right thing to do? Yes. 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 And and that's, I feel like, sometimes the true definition of loving someone. If you need to let them be free to do what they need to pursue or what you need to pursue sometimes. It's funny, you said what they need, I did what I needed for me. And that's loving yourself. Right, first. And- and you have to. Yes. I agree. So, Simon, I, w- I want to bring up this uh, story that's going on in okay. real life. Yes. Get your opinion. And I also want to hear what our listeners have to say. So, please call in 855-905-8255. We're going to open up the phones next. Letting someone go who you love. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. 855-905-8255. Romance, dating, relationships. The topic right now, Simon, Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about letting someone go that you still love, but you know it's the right thing. And that's got to be the hardest but most selfless thing you can do, depending on the circumstances. Here's the situation. Okay. There's a TV talk show called The Real. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. There's a co-host on the show named Jenny Mai. The story is she's divorcing her husband, Fred, after 10 years of marriage. Uh She's divorcing him. Okay. The deal is when they got married 10 years ago, they both agreed no kids. That's the way it's going to be. We don't want kids. We're good. I get it. That was the agreement. Now she's divorcing him because he wants children. And she is very clear about, listen, I've never felt that instinct. I've never wanted them. Mm -hmm. That was our agreement. It's, it's not like saying, hey, I want to move to a new house. It's <laughs> saying I want to bring a new person into yeah, yeah. this world. So her thing on the show was, I love him, but I know that he is craving and desiring a life with a child. I can't give it to him. I love him so much that I want him to have that in his life. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's sad and tragic at the same time because she does love him. And she's getting killed on social media Mainly by women, which is crazy, saying, well, why don't you just give him a kid because that's your husband? Why don't you just do that? Why don't you just do that? And, Simon, I know I've, I've read books that your mother has written mm. about the maternal instinct. She doesn't believe in it. Yes. She, exactly. And I feel like it's been drilled into women's heads forever that we're all like it's innate. It's natural. It's not natural. I'll say that as a mother. Sometimes we have to learn how to be good parents. Sometimes everybody it's not, has to. Yes, learn. exactly. And here's someone who's being responsible and saying, I don't have any desire. I don't want it. I don't feel it. I've never had that pull, that instinct. I know I wouldn't be good at it, but I want him to have it because he wants it. Angie, I mean, society expects uh, people to get together to make family, mm-hmm. not just to enjoy. Right. When she said, and I love my man, 
but he's enough. I mean, I don't want to be a mom. That means that they are together only to enjoy each other, not to make another generation right. another one. Right. And that puts all the other women who criticize her in a spot of jealousy almost like, what? You get to have just the fun? It's a shame. Fun? It's shame. I know, because, and this is more, this interesting difference between There's a psychology yeah. between, behind it. Oh, uh, absolutely. But also a cultural difference, Angie. Yes. Where we only supposed to get together. For procreation. To, that's it. That's it. I love what she said. She goes, it's really hard because I can't just have a child for another person. And you don't have a child to save a marriage. Because we all know what happens. So true. I mean, there's so many people that have had kids to try to save their marriage. It's like throwing gasoline on a situation. Kids are stressful. Kids are hard. And she says, but we are in love and we were enjoying life. He's my husband. I'm his girl. We don't have any other problems except that. But that is huge. Angie, I'm going to relate because I never want to have any kids. I love my goddaughter and I love other people's kids. But... Many women have dumped me like an old sock for that reason. Right. I don't take it bad. I know that at one point, even though you said the beginning, date number one. Right. Don't want to have kids. People change and their desires change and their their needs change. But when you don't change like me and you you don't want to be a dad, there is a resentment and it's very difficult that you, you feel like you're not offering to the right woman the option to be a mom. And then she she has to let you go. And, and, I get and you that. can't be upset about that because... No, I'm sad, but I'm not upset. It's, it, yes, it's big time. So let's get some calls on this. 855-905-8255. What would you do in this situation? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic we're talking about right now is a big one. The TV show The Real, Jenny Mai divorcing her husband, Freddie, after 10 years of marriage. They're still in love. Mm-hmm. But when they got married, they decided no kids. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he wants kids. She's saying, hey, I don't want to have a kid just to save my marriage. I have no natural instinct to be a mom. It's not mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. But I want him to be happy and have what he wants. What do you think about this? She's getting dragged by a lot of women, which is shocking to me. Let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. Right now we have College Station, Texas, listening on Mix 104.7. Here is Diana. Hi, Diana. Bonjour. Hi. Hi. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? When I heard this, I couldn't believe you guys were talking about this because my daughter would do the same thing. She and her husband have always been, you know, childless by choice. And it's kind of funny, shortly into their marriage, she actually told her mother-in-law that if her husband did decide that he needed to have children, she Mm -hmm. would, you know, lovingly let him go to do that. And I said to her, well, what was her comment when you said that? My daughter said, she said, oh, my. (laughs) Well, good. You know what? Good for your daughter for... For standing her ground and what she believes. Yeah. And I feel like if, if the roles were reversed, Simon, let's say that it was a, a man who was saying, we agreed not to have kids. And all of a sudden she wants them. And now I'm trapped. It would be a situation of she lied. I'm trapped. Here's Jenny being really honest. Like, I love him. I just want him to be happy. And she's getting killed for it. it That's a good point. It, it reeks a little sexist to me. And it's disappointing that we're not a little bit more supportive of people that, like you said, Diana, and I love that, childless by choice, because it's not for everyone. And there's a lot of people that should have made that choice oh. that are, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, that are, are not the best parents. And it would have been wise. But can you hang on one second, Diana? Um, I want to talk more. And Simon has some questions for you, too. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We still have our caller, Diana, on the line listening in Texas. Hi, Diana. Thanks for hanging on. Bonjour. Hi. So hello. we're talking. Hello. <laughs> we're talking about uh, the girl from The Real, the TV show, Jenny Mai, saying, We're getting divorced. My husband and I, after 10 years, we love each other. We agreed no kids before marriage. He's changed his mind. I can't have a kid just to save my marriage. I love him, but I, I want him to have that opportunity. I don't want to hold him back. And I think it's selfless. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it is a definition of love. Even though you love someone, you know that their heart is aching for something else it, and that you can't give them. It's also loving yourself because you yes. don't want to be a mom. Let's put aside what he wants. Just, I love the fact that she stands for what she wants and right. doesn't want. Right. And doesn't let anything, including true love, stop if she doesn't feel it, don't do it. I mean, really, when it comes to parenting, I agree with you, Angie. Oh. I don't want to be a dad. I'm a godfather. I'm happy. But I've been forced sometimes to There's do pressure. This. Oh, la, la. So I have a question for Diana, who yes. uh, was with us. Diana, you, you said your daughter made the same choice. Uh-huh. I want to know, so now that you know you will not be a grandma, right? I wanted to ask how you feel about that now. When she, she stopped the generation link. The, does that hurt you? Yeah. Yes. Does it hurt you? Right. Well, you know, it's interesting when she first said it, I I felt sad because I think she would make a great mom. But on the other hand, she has always been very self-perceptive, very self-aware. And I and I know where she's coming from. And I said to her, you should never have children for anybody else. Don't have them for me. Don't have them for, you know, your in-laws. You should want them. They should never be a prop in a marriage or a pawn in a marriage. So I support that. But I will say, having said that, we also have a son who has two children. So okay. I get the best of both okay. worlds, I guess. So you're a grandma. You're going to be okay. <laughs> I am. I uh, am. But, you know, if they, if both of them had decided that, um, I, you know, I just have to go and adopt a grandchild somewhere, I guess. Uh, but I would yeah. be okay. Then grandma gets a puppy. That's what grandma <laughs> gets. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, all of it. Advice, <laughs> you know, That's whatever us. you need. Yes, yeah, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. And Angie Taylor, American beautiful realist. Oh, thank Married you so much. Married and mother of one. Yes, and two different kinds of advice, but lots of love and acceptance and whatever you need, we're here for you. So yes. I want to, Simon, Yes. Um, we have a lot of voicemails that have piled up here. Mm-hmm. And so let's get to one right now that came into 85. 85- 905-8255. Let's listen to Aaron. Hey, Simon. Hey, Angie. Uh, my name's Aaron. I love the show. I'm just looking for a little advice here. I'm not sure what to do. Um, so basically, I was dating this girl for about four or five years. Um, we ended up breaking up, kind of going separate ways. Um, she moved down south, and I didn't want to move with her. So, you know, long story short, a, a year later, we kind of start getting back together, and my lease isn't up for about six months. So, you know, obviously we have to wait for that. And she's still down there. And, you know, we both said I love you back and forth like the good old days. But I just feel like her heart's not really in it. And every time we Mm -hmm. talk, I'm just, I feel like I'm just trying way harder than she is. And I just don't know what to do if I should wait for, you know, my lease to be up and then go down there. Or should I kind of just see what else is out there? I mean, I, I really care about her and I want it to work, but I just, in my gut, I just kind of don't feel like maybe she's in it as much as I am, and I just don't know what to do. So uh, I'd love some advice. I know you guys are really good with this, so if you guys could uh, let me know. That'd be great. All right, thanks a lot, Simon and Angie. Take care. Bye. 
All right. So uh, he said a couple of very interesting things. Long distance, right? Yes. Um, he doesn't feel in his gut. And Simon, I know your your light bulbs probably went off from that. You know it. He doesn't feel in his gut that she's as into it. Exactly. So women have the intuition. We have the gut or the instinct. I mean, if Aaron doesn't feel that she's also wanting the same thing that he does, and he clearly said in this voicemail that he feels he's doing all the work, she's not putting all the efforts, right? I mean, if that's the case, if you really want to know how she feels, don't rush there. Just have a conversation because... I, I'm almost sadly sure what he feels is right. Oh, of course. So, and he's also taking a big risk thinking about, you know, packing up and moving for oh, someone that I agree. he's not really at all in. It sounds like everything is to appease her, soothe her. Maybe she's far away and she needs companionship. She's lonely. And it's not like you're trying to figure out if she get back with an ex that lives down the street. You're trying to figure out if she get back with an ex and move. And pack up your life and quit your job and start over. With someone that is not showing right now, or has been not showing the same will, efforts, and desire than you. I mean, my husband and I were long distance at one time. And I was begging him to move close to me. I couldn't wait. I was like, every single day, when are we going to be together? Like, he That's what I'm talking about. knew that all I needed right. in life was to be with him. Right. Now, in the case That's of Erin, four or five years together, they break up, you know, they try again, they're together. I think she's lonely. She might be lonely. She may not know, you know, she may selfish. be guilty, by the it's way. Selfish, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say it's selfish yet because we haven't heard from her, but I, I just feel it's a great time to have the talk, Angie. Well, have yeah. the truth. Don't because, go. Oh, no, Don't go. There's no way to sure. go. But I would, I would love a telephone or a long conversation. And just don't be afraid, Erin. Ask all the questions you've asked us. All right. I agree with you, Simon. I agree. Have a big talk. You d- trust your gut. Trust your gut. Trust your gut, but ask all the questions. The truth right. will, say, will set you free. Right. It does. Hopefully she keeps it real with him. All right. So, Simon, when we come back, I want to talk more about long-distance relationships you know, uh-huh. I was I was in one for a while, and let's talk about signs. How do you know when it's time to go? The red flags. Yeah, because Aaron isn't sure, and I, I can see the red flags. You can see the red flags. Yes, I can hear him. Listeners I know are like, no. So how do you know? It's hard when you're all the way in yes. with your heart, and you're not sure because you want something, and you're not sure if you're going to get it back. But when we come back, more on Long Distance on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were talking about a voicemail we got from Aaron. Uh, thinking about getting back together with a long-distance ex. He's not feeling like she's into it, but he has to be the one to move and do all these things. And he's wondering if he should go. And then you ask yourself, right, what are the signs if you long-distance relationship? And let's take that for you because you had a long-distance relationship that worked and one that didn't work, right? Correct. Well, my husband, obviously, and I worked. That's, that's the one that worked. Okay. And so I think the signs... That it's not going well. Let's put it this way. When you're in a long-distance relationship, what do you have? All you have is the phone, the communication, the voice to hear. Mm-hmm. You're not really seeing somebody every day to see these cues and these signals, body language. You don't get any of that. So all you have is this voice and the frequency of the calls and the texts and things like that. So if you feel like any of that is off, mm-hmm. that's a big warning sign because that's all you have. You don't have the ooh-la-la. You, you know, you get an energy from someone when you're in a room with them. You don't have that luxury when you're long distance. All you have is your voice and your frequency. The communication. Exactly. And when those things start falling off, 
you know, you feel it in your gut. You feel it in your throat. You just know. Exactly. And I've been in a long-distance relationship, and I could tell when the rhythm changes. Yes, the rhythm does change. That, that rhythm of love, the rhythm, the heartbeat, the, it's something in you feels the answer becomes shorter. Something's off. Text becomes shorter. It's right? not equal anymore. No, exactly. Somebody's trying harder. The other person's Ex- pulling away. Ex- you feel it. Yes, the rules of attraction is changing, and you're on the wrong side of the spectrum. Trust your and gut. It, trust your intuition. Trust your instinct. And trust yourself and ask questions. Yeah. Always ask questions. That's the key. And just know that if something's off, it feels off, it probably is. Yes, right? uh, it usually is. Angie. All right, cool. More of The Rendezvous. We'll get to a new subject next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking in with us tonight. Romance, dating, love, relationships. And Simon, Marcel, you were telling us a story uh, before the show tonight that I wanted to get to. So please tell me about your friend. So I got great friends in the mid-30s. They met about a year ago and uh, in a bar. They were both coming out of a relationship on the rebound and decide to just be friends with benefits. Okay. And and I know both of them, and that was the agreement from the get-go. Okay. Okay. How and long have they been together? About a year like, and a half almost Friends now. with benefits. Friends with benefits for a year and a half. For a year and a half. That's a long time. With, with, with the routine of getting together, you know, Saturday afternoon. Never Saturday night. Don't spend the night together. Afternoon Ooh-la-la, delight. Stuff yes. like that. Uh-huh. You know, or just for the fun and all that. Now, this past week, my buddy said, you know, wow, I'm so upset, you know, because she's upset at me because she wants more. She said... Can I spend the night? I would like to spend the night now. Whoa. Okay. She caught and the feelings. She caught the feelings. You know, and it's inevitable. After a year and a half, it's a long time for just friends with benefits. It is, but it's been working like this, apparently. Well. Apparently without a problem okay. for a year and a half. Okay. But she's probably been feeling it for a lot longer. Yeah. we. I mean, it's suddenly, it's the first time. So he came to me okay. and said, what do you think I should do once somebody you really care for Want to change the agreement. He's not in love with her, though? He, and he's not in love. It sounds like she might be. Oh, that's our love is, you know, starting to grow inside her heart for him. Of course. And should she, and should he say yes to spend the night together? Does he want to be with her? No, he just. but he's, he's okay spending the night, but he doesn't want to give signs that something is going further. Then you're crossing a line, right? So Don't what should one do if you're in a friend benefit situation and one of the two of you says, I want more. Okay, that's right? a great question because there's a lot of friends with benefit situations. What yes. would you do? What would you tell Simon's friend to do? Call us up, 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you were telling us about your friend, your male friend, who is in a year-and-a-half-long friend's with benefit relationship mm-hmm. with a girl. A year and a half together. Okay. Just as friends and benefits. And benefits. And that was the agreement. Both agreed. Yes. Now all of a sudden she wants to sleep over. Last week she said, can I spend the night? Oy, oy, oy. This weekend. You this know what that weekend. means? Ooh, la, la. Yeah, it's a different ooh, la, la. Yeah, that's a, somebody caught feelings. Yeah. And what should you do? Because this happens every time, I feel like. In every a, time one of the two. One of the two. Catches. And then how do you get out of it? What do you say? What do you do? What are you supposed to say? Oh, uh, Let's go to the phones and see what our listeners have to say. Listening right now in Walnut Grove, Missouri on Alice 95.5. Here's Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, how are you? Bonjour. Good. How are you? Very good. Thanks for listening to the rendezvous and calling in. Have you been in this situation, friends with benefits, or what advice do you have for Simon's friend? I have been, and unfortunately, sometimes people do catch feelings, and either way, whoever caught the feelings 
the other person's really just wasting their time if they don't feel the same. Yeah. And I think it's mm-hmm. fair to tell them that. Like, I think you should move on to something or someone better than me at this point. Right. So in your situation, um, were you the one that caught feelings or the other person? I guess. I mean, this was a while ago and I felt like I was catching feelings, but I think it was just the point of knowing that you have to move forward at some point, even with that kind of a relationship. So you start right. thinking maybe there has I should to be an end game more seriously. Uh, that's what just lit up in my head. There has to be an end game to a friends with benefits relationship because that can't sustain forever. Somebody's either going to feel like, you know what, I need to open myself up to find real love with someone else or someone will meet someone else where they fall in love or someone will catch feelings for that friend with a benefit. Like there has to be an end game here because it's going to end one way or another. Right, I mean, Simon? I, I agree. I mean, when, when my friend said, and this is a question for you. So, Emily, do you think when he, when this woman said to my friend, I want to spend the night over, should he say yes no. or should he say no? I don't think he should. And, I mean, no. if he really doesn't want much from this woman, maybe it's time to find a new friend with benefits. And exactly. And it, a year and a half is a very, very long term. Oh, but they've had some great times. It, I'm sure they have. But you can't have those amazing times for a year and a half with somebody and not feel a certain type of way. I don't understand unless you're a robot. So he knows what she wants by saying, I want to spend the night. Yes. He's got to lay it on the line. If he, if that, if he doesn't want the same, he's got to lay it on the line. I, that's what I told him. I, I, I told him to uh, be honest with her. Yeah. And and you guys be honest from the day one you met. You were both on the rebound, both heartbroken. You were supposed this to has like been a-, a very long rebound. But a great one. Uh, apparently, so. So why don't they just stay together? Does he not like her? Because he said it, it's, it works the way it works. He said the the, the well, he's is not he in love with her. For a commitment, he's just not in love. He's with not her. in love. That's the truth. Yeah, the only fair policy is to be honest. We all have the right to start. Well, what to is he finish. waiting for? What kind of unicorn woman is he waiting for? This woman gives him I, the good ooh la la, the nice dates. Like what is missing? Because Lolo, I'm mad at your friend all of a sudden. Don't be mad. I'm mad. He's not, there is no lie and no no misleading. She has the right to ask for it. I think it's okay. He says no. It's okay. Without if he pressure says no. or you being mad. Well, I'm mad. I'm still mad at your friend. It sounds uh, like he doesn't want to say no because then he loses her. Maybe thank you. He lose the lose ooh la la. Not fair either. And now he's got work to do, Emily, because he has to find out a new uh, friends with benefits. Or maybe somebody else and things start fresh. It's not going to be as good. It's not going to be as good because you're comfortable. Your friend with his uh, friends Angie, with benefits. I don't think we should push people if they don't have love I'm not to stay together. Push, but maybe he should think about it a little bit. I don't know, Emily. We really appreciate you calling. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. You're not in a friends with benefits relationship now, are you? No, I'm not. All right, you're good. Okay, I don't cool. Think it's worth it. Maybe we'll ho- we'll hook you up with Simon's friend. <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm good on him. She's like, no, I'm good. No, thank you. I don't feel like wasting a year and a half of my life. Oh, come on, uh... guys. Be nice to my friend. <laughs> I'm playing. Thank you, Emily, and more thank of you. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. And we want to thank all our new affiliates that are checking us out for the first time, too. We are love, dating, romance, and relationships. Simon Marcel, our French romantic here every night. And Angie Taylor, captain of the ship. And also, also. Capitaine. Yes. La capitaine. And very realist and keep me real when I go Am I keeping you real? Sometimes. All right. Well, I'm going to ask some real questions of you because we have a lot of new listeners and we love you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, It's kind of a get to know the show Mm. moment because who are you really listening to here on the radio? So, Simon, I want to ask you a question. It's kind of like a would you rather. Okay. Okay. Would you rather, Simon, have one year in jail or marry your ex? What a tough question. Really? It's, it's not because because I hate jail. 
And but I hate to to be have with been somebody who I, I'm not. <laughs> You're like I hate jail. I'm like, what jail have you Many been times. in? Many times. Uh, no relationship more, jail. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> no, uh, definitely uh, I would take um, the year in jail. Year in jail. And I tell you why. Because uh, and it's not about my ex who was wonderful. It's just because when it's over, to go back, it's like eating a cold meat. That would be, you know, like. <laughs> oh my god! No, you know, it's like, been sitting so, like, out overnight. Open, like I gotta go back. Yeah, it, it, you open the fridge. Well, I understand fi- what you're saying, and I think it's unfair to to the ex. I understand. Have you ever gotten back with an ex? It's kind of like Plenty that. Of it's time. like you think it's gonna be amazing, and then all of a sudden, you there's that one day where one thing happens, and you're like, oh my god, I'm back here again. I'm reliving this nightmare. I, I'm with you. Are you too? One year in jail. One year in jail. I yeah. think it would be relaxing. I'm a mother. Yeah, a, f- a federal jail, please, I, I, with the tennis. I don't care. And the like, garden. I, I don't even care if it's the most hardcore. I don't. I don't care. I just want to read a book and relax. It's not really a relaxing. A year of jail sounds like a nice vacation. Uh, not for me, no. All right. We're going to do more of this when we come back <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking us out tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. We have so many new affiliates, Simon. Yes, thank you so much for joining us in The Rendezvous. We love you. Thank you. And a lot of people still getting to know us. Like, who are you people to talk about love and dating and romance and relationships? So we want you to get to know us as well. So, Simon, I asked you before a question. Now it's your turn to ask me. I'm going to ask you something very different. I'm scared. Yes. Angie, honestly, what was your first impression about me? About you? Yes. Okay, so Simon and I come from different backgrounds. You have a very amazing nuclear family that's together. They've always been together. You have a mother and father that's always been in your life. Always. And amazing influences. You have an amazing family. Thank you. Siblings, you've always been uh, this together, united family. True. We could not be more opposite. Um, My family is Serbian immigrants. My mother came here from Serbia to America pregnant with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents were divorced very young. I went to eight different schools in 12 years. Um, there was wow. a lot of abuse. There was a lot of addiction. There was a lot of single mom, government cheese, all of that stuff. My first impression of you is that you came from a very blessed life, but had a very warm heart and were not affected by it. And I honestly had a moment where I had a twinge of, I think I'm in love with this man. I don't know if I can do oh. a show with him. I don't want to tell my <laughs> husband about him. And then you and I became very good friends. Absolutely. But when you meet somebody that's so so dynamic and sweet and caring and loving like you are, you can't help but kind of fall in love with them a little bit. Oh, thank you. So I had a, a day of I am in love with Simon. And then it was... Just a day? Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm I might have had a crush for a little bit. And then it, it but it evolved into something deeper yes. Yes. where yes. I do love you like a brother. And, and since we're brother and sister, I feel like I need to talk to our parents about, you know, they've been neglecting me for a long time. I know that was going there. They, they owe me a little something. <laughs> I knew you were going there. I'm kidding. No, but that was my first impression of you. Thank you for sharing. And that I love and you. adore you. Thank you. And same, same. And I'm so blessed that I get to be here every night with you and all our amazing listeners. And that's the root of the rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. That's also our website, simonandangie.com. You can send us an email anytime. Sometimes people are a little nervous to put all their business out there Mm -hmm. um, on the radio. So we understand if you want to send an email, we'll give you advice that way as well. Absolutely. And a lot of emails come in for you, Simon. You are a French romantic. You have a different perspective from me. Thank you. It's true. And um, this one is specifically for you. 
Thank you so much. Long distance dedication um, for Simon. (laughs) This comes from Monica. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Monica is listening in Chicago. She says, I'm looking for some advice. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years. I have a great memory and I can remember little details from when we were dating or conversations, the things we did, the places we've gone. When I bring these moments up, he never remembers anything and it frustrates me. Mm -hmm. To me, if you cannot remember something... Is it because it was not important to you and you don't care? Am I putting so much thought into this? I feel like um, I'm not even going to say what I feel because this is about you, Simon, to answer her question. She's frustrated that he's not remembering the important moments of their six years together. So what does that mean? Does that mean something if a man, let's take your male perspective. I feel any kind and thank you for uh, emailing us uh, at the rendezvous. I feel like uh, what you're saying to us, the the unspoken of of this Bonjour Simon is, it's not so much about the past because it's in the past, is that there is a lack of attention Mm -hmm. that you suffer from. So when you say, oh, he doesn't remember like me all the great times, you mean he didn't pay attention to me or maybe he's still not paying attention to you. Bingo. You agree with me? The first thing that popped into my head is that Uh, he's not showing her... The day-to-day details yes. that meet the details are everything. And so you went back to the question of the past, where maybe you can teach him now how to pay more attention. I would. I don't think the relationship is over. I don't think things cannot be repaired. Things can change. I think also, when a man or a woman start not remembering things or not paying attention, you can tell them and ask why and what's going on. Mm-hmm. I love the truth. I love an open dialogue. So, Monica, I'm so glad you emailed us that. But in that really that, that situation, I think. Memory is like the diary of a love story. Yes. So we all remember. Some of us have less of a memory, and some of us forget things easier oh, than others. Let's be honest. I can't remember what I have for lunch today. Uh, but that's so, a small thing. But, you, but I, that's how my memory is. My husband is much more uh, in tune with that. He makes me a birthday video every year for my birthday. He does cool. this beautiful montage with a song, and I feel like the worst wife ever because he's like a Pinterest husband where he puts this all together. It's set to music and I ball like a baby and I'm like, my God, he he really documents these memories and it means so much to me. So maybe See? if you show your man that that's where you're at, he'll catch the hint like, oh my gosh, that's a great this means advice. a lot to her. Angie, I love that advice. So absolutely. Monica, follow what we just said and Angie's advice is right on. All right. Good luck to you. Yes. And you're, at least you're making moments that's what's important. That's it. We live in the here and now. Absolutely. Thank you for writing in, Monica. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. If you missed any of our show, please check us out online, simonandangie.com, the podcast. Uh, Everything we talked about, divorce over not wanting kids. You still love each other, but you got to let each other go because... Things have changed. Is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Um, Simon's friend with benefits, <laughs> uh, the other person catching feelings. Yeah. We talked about catching feelings in a friends with benefits situation. And uh-huh. then not remembering moments in a relationship. This came from Monica, who wrote you, Simon, on a bonjour, Simon Marcel email saying, uh, I remember every detail of my six-year relationship. My boyfriend does not. Does he love me less? And that's where you're... Um, Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said memories are the diary of a love story. Ah. And that is in your mind, in your heart. 
sometimes in a notebook, sometimes in your cell phone. But and sometimes just in your brain. Yeah, exactly. Or in your heart. You just keep it. Like you said, your heart, you keep it. You keep and you keep what you want to keep also. And that's the beauty of this memory of ours. You know, we can eject the bad and keep the good. And the, yeah. you know, the, I would say the most important was to remember the first time you hear I love you from somebody. Mm. Right. I mean, the first I love you. I mean, that's I remember. very precious. I remember. Remember the first I love you from Jason? Yes, I do remember. And where was it? I'm not going to tell you. During, during Ooh La La, which is where it's supposed to be, that doesn't count because everybody it does, says it. No, it does count. Nobody really says Oh, it counted for me. Yeah, you, hey, I agree. If, you, if he said it during the Ooh La La, that's what matters. The fact that he said it after is what Even still, better. It counted still. After Ooh La La? Because I'm like, you still? Are you still? That's a golden. Okay, good. All right, we're good. All right, thank you, Simon Marcel. <laughs> oh, I've said too much. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow night on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Make sure you check us out on all of our social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Also, Simon and Angie, and chat with you tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.